We're back with more Tapped Out with Brendan Tobin and Sean Levine on the BetQL Network. Hey, come on, voiceover guy. Don't forget Jay Galley, our producer out there in Philly. That is Brendan in Miami. I'm Sean Levine here in Kansas City. It's fight night here on the BetQL Network. Islam Makachev takes on Bobby Green. Bobby Green plus 660, of course. He did just fight literally two weeks ago. Islam Makachev coming in at minus 900 coming up. In about 10, 15 minutes from now, Islam Makachev's going to stop by the show, and we're going to break down the fight with half of tonight's main event. Speaking of main event, UFC 272 next week. Jorge Masvidal back in the octagon taking on Colby Covington. You're going to have to pay if you like Colby, and I do. Minus 330 for Colby, plus 265 for Masvidal. We'll get there, Brendan, but let's go ahead and start at the bottom of the main card. The big boys go at it. Sergey Spivak comes in at a 2-1 to one favorite against Greg Hardy, plus 176. I can't tell if people love to bet on Greg Hardy or love to bet against Greg Hardy, but if you want to bet on him in this one, you'll get plus 176. Yeah, I'm a little worried for Greg. Just I feel like, you know, he's definitely had a much longer UFC career than I thought he would. So you got to give him a lot of credit for that. Like, I didn't think that he would last this long in the UFC. Um, And he certainly has. And he's had a lot of guys help him along the way. Rashad Evans, people who really believe in his talent. Um, But I do think that he is, uh, he's in a lot of ways, you know, peaked, hit his ceiling. So I I am wondering, because you got a guy now who's come off back-to-back TKO losses. You know, where is he at right now going into this one? How can you say that necessarily for a guy that's only been in the game for one, two, three, less than five years so far? Like, it just feels like maybe he's a guy who, yeah, he's tasting knockouts and back-to-back fights, but to write him off and say that he's hit his ceiling for an athlete like that that's been in the game for such a short period of time, I don't think I'm ready to say that. I don't ever think he's going to be great, but I'm with you. I never thought he was going to be, one, in the game this long, or two, be this good, so... I'm not it sounds like you agree with me. It sounds like you, you so you say it sounds like you agree with me. It sounds like you're saying the same thing I just said, but with different words. No. Well, I did use different that words. It kind of does though. I did use different words. That's fair. Better ones. I think that he I think that he could be a little bit better than this. We'll see in this fight. All that being said, you're right. I'm taking Spivak and I'm willing to pay for it at minus 210. And I'm taking him by knockout. So whatever, you're right. Uh, Alex Oliveira moving up the card. Cowboy Oliveira, my, uh, plus 188. Against Big Mouth, Kevin Holland. Holland minus 225. I think I like the underdog in this one only because Cowboy Oliveira always comes in as an underdog. Feels like Kevin Holland now, and this is factual, six out of his last seven fights has come in as the favorite. It just sounds like a live wire to me. And if I can get plus 188, almost two to one on my money, I'm taking Cowboy. And he can beat you in a lot of ways, but I'll take him by submission at six to one. Yeah, I'm, I think this is a nice bounce back for Kevin. Like, I think that Alex has a lot of credibility with people, but he has lost six out of his last eight. Um, you know, he he is always a game fighter. So, yeah, you are definitely, you know, maybe you're, you're just banking on veteran savvy and things like that. And so you, that's where you're getting the value at with the uh, with the line there. But I think for me, Kevin Holland, who's coming off that, he's, he's had a tough run, you know, of guys who, who kind of grinded him out there with Derek Brunson and Marvin Vittori. Then you had the Kyle Dawkins fight recently where they had the accidental clash. So, you know, clear his head a little bit. It's been, uh, you know, talking five months now since he's been back in the octagon. Hopefully that he's uh, he's shaken off that head clash that went down with Dawkins. But I like this one. I think that if he if he has any hope of getting back to that status, I think everybody thought that he was going to be. He better go be uh, beat Cowboy Oliveira. 
How do we know, BT, that he's not Johnny Walker in a different weight class, a guy that the UFC got behind that started off his career real hot? But as you mentioned, he's gotten knocked out recently. It's This is, again, a fight that feels like Kevin Holland has a whole lot more to lose. Uh, yeah, I think that's definitely true. I think if he doesn't, then all, all the uh, all the hype that was behind him, I think you lose to a guy in Alex Oliveira whose record's looking real dicey lately. I think that, that that's definitely the case. You're going to say, all right, another hot prospect who's now – winless in his last four i don't know how much you want to hold the the kyle Dawkins fight against him that was very weird and vittori's no no slouch and here's Derek brunson these are two guys that we've uh, talked on this show i mean one guy recently fought for the title the other one it was knocking on the door of a title shot so it's not like he's losing the bums uh and kyle Dawkins looked fantastic uh, a week ago wasn't it so you know I, he's definitely the, the strength of schedule was very very tough for him i think alex oliver is probably a step down to where he's kind of been swimming at uh, as far as uh, competition lately, but you're right. If he doesn't get a win here, then you got to start asking yourself, where does he go from here? Vittoria and Brunson, far from slouches. Both guys still top five in this weight class. Let's move on up the card. Edson Barbosa, if you like veterans, plus 124 next Saturday night at UFC 272, taking on everybody's favorite Arkansas-ian Bryce Mitchell, I should probably know that as a guy that's a Kansan. What do people from Arkansas call themselves? Anyway, you got to pay for Bryce Mitchell, minus 146. Edson Barbosa at plus 124. I'm just a big Bryce Mitchell fan, so I'm going to take him. I'm going to take him by knockout. Yeah, Bryce Mitchell's look like an absolute uh, an absolute problem. And this is a, this is one of those like where he is going up there against a guy that everybody – you can never feel easy going against Edson Barbosa because of how – talented he is he's got some of the scariest kicks in all of the sport um so it's a huge test for him no doubt but you know i also think that we've seen kind of the invincibility of edson barbosa be uh be taken out over the years you know he's gone down in weight class and things like that so it's uh i think i think i'm with you i think bryce mitchell should get the win here but you never know if barbosa can just uncork one of those wild ones that hit you right on the head of course but are you surprised that bryce mitchell's not a bigger favorite minus 146 i would have paid two to one yeah, I actually am. I, I think that that probably just shows people have the respect uh, that Barboza's had. He's been in so many big fights. He's been in there with the who's who. Um, you know, he's given some guys real trouble and, and, and you know, beaten pretty quality guys like Shane Burgos recently. But it has it, his record has also been uh, more of a gatekeeper as of late. And that's why you put him in there with a guy like Bryce Mitchell, because it does bring credibility to Bryce's resume. But I, I think that uh, you can never you can never count Edson Barboza out. Edson's career kind of reminds me of Jacare. Like everything that you just said is kind of the same thing. It's like he's been around for a long time, but well-respected, scary dude. He can still put it on your chin. Another guy that can knock you out, Rafael Dos Anjos, the co-main of the UFC 272, taking on Fazeev. You're going to have to pay for Fazeev, minus 260. He's hot now. Dos Anjos at plus 215. You were talking about tonight's main event, funny enough, Islam Makachev, minus 900, Bobby Green, plus 660 coming up in about 10 minutes. Islam Makachev is going to join the show. I'm not saying these odds are that big because they're not. But for a co-main, usually you get the numbers in the ones, maybe the low twos. Fazeev, minus 260. Dosan Joseph, plus 215. I'm playing the underdog at 215. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I, I think for me with Dos Anjos, it's just a question of it's been a while since he's been that guy. Like I think he, you know, we talk about gatekeepers. I think since he's lost the belt, this guy has kind of been the perennial gatekeeper. You beat Dos Anjos, you're on your way to being a a guy who's fighting sure. for the title. I think that's that. You know, you think about his losses to Colby, his losses to Camaro, his losses to Leon. Like 
once once you beat a guy like Rafael dos Anjos, it's kind of like, yeah, you beat a guy who was a former champion. He's obviously tough. Everybody respects him, but are his best days behind him? I think they they are. I think Fazeev, you know, he's been steamrolling fools lately. I think for uh, for him, there's a reason why he's one of the bigger favorites on the card. And you know, this is an interesting night of guys who are kind of on the rise need that name of guys who are credible and have been there. And, you know, I think, I think that people are, are kind of hip to it. Like, I don't think the people are falling for the names necessarily on this card. Could any of these guys kind of reach back in the bag and they have a, a an almost vintage night. Could Barbosa go vintage? Could Rafael dos Anjos go vintage? Maybe, but you know, the records are looking a little bit dicey lately. You don't want to miss next Saturday's show, especially if you're going to be betting, because we'll be here from 5 to 7 Eastern time, right before the main event goes down next Saturday night in Las Vegas. The top of the card, Masvidal and Covington. And who knows? Maybe you guys pull some strings and we bring one of those guys on the show. After all, we did bring on Robert Whitaker and Israel Adansanya. And coming up 10 minutes from now, Islam Makachev. So it's not completely out of the realm to think that you're going to get a chance to hear from Colby and or Jorge Masvidal on the show. It's tapped out on the BetQL network at the top of the card, Covington versus Masvidal. So of all the fights that we knew scheduled heading into this year, this is the one that I've been looking forward to the most. Let me tell you why. I think that these two guys both need to win as much as anybody right now in the entire promotion if they want to stay superstars. Now, whoever loses is not in terrible shape. They've still got a nice resume. They've still got a big name, but they're just one of the other guys. Whoever wins this, BT, not only wins the main event, gets all the eyeballs watching, but potentially stays in line for whatever belt at whatever weight class they choose. So to me, that's what makes this fight so big is both these guys have everything on the line. If you're Colby Covington, you lose. That's three in a row. If you're George Mazdal and you lose, that's what, three out of four, which isn't a good mm -hmm. look either. So both these guys need to win. There's real beef here. Former friends, former roommates, former training partners. Now they despise each other. This is as real as a UFC fight has gotten to me since probably Diaz McGregor 2. I can't wait this week for all the press conferences to come out. I am jacked for this one. Yeah, the promo for this has been absolutely fire. It was oh, so sick. good, you know, because they have a lot of footage of this stuff, too. So it's really, really cool that you can go back to all that stuff uh, when they were cool. And, you know, to think that, you know, Colby was at American Top Team when he was a kid, basically. And, you know, now it was ousted to another gym down here. Thankfully, we, you know, for him, he likes it down here. There's a lot of good gyms down here. So he found another home at MMA Masters. But was basically ousted, a, a, a homegrown product, basically, since he came down here from Oregon, uh, grew up here, and the, the stars didn't want it anymore. They, the Dan Lambert, who managed his career, they, they had to kick his kick him out of the out of the gym. Um, the, the one thing, though, I, I think there's a lot more pressure on Colby, to be honest with you. And the reason I say that is I kind of feel like Jorge Masvidal has hit a bit of a Teflon part of his career. Look, he's not going to get to the title, it seems like. Kamaru Usman has his number. He's beat him. He beat him by decision, and he had a a, a vicious, vicious knockout, um, which nobody's done that to Jorge Masvidal. But I almost feel like Masvidal's hit like a Nate Diaz level of people just love him. I think they love the way he carries himself. I think they love how Definitely. how uh, how he's just a real dude. Every fight seems like it's going to be entertaining with him. So I don't know because I don't know if he wins this fight. Is he going to get back to tomorrow? I don't think so. For Colby, those fights with Kamara were so close. I think that for him, if he wins this fight. All right, he could start rattling the cage to maybe get a Kamaru Usman fight again. I don't think that's the case for Jorge. Jorge, it's interesting because I think if he wins, 
then I think he has to start setting his sights on McGregor. Like, that's the big thing. Like, how many guys in the promotion these days can main event a pay-per-view where there's no belt on the line? Not many. Jorge Masvidal is one of them in the in the uh, in the promotion. And now, if I if he gets the win here, I think the pressure for him is he can get the monster monster payday and start calling for Conor McGregor whenever that comeback fight is. That for me is where his pressure comes in. But as far as his record, legacy, all that type of stuff, I don't really know if it goes one way or the other. Like if he loses, okay, listen, he's got a he's got a record that has some a, a lot of blemishes on it anyway. Definitely for bragging rights, he doesn't want to lose this fight, but. Colby's still very much young and in his prime and has time to go make a title run again. So I think for Colby, there's a ton more pressure on him than there is on Jorge. Game bread plus 265. Covington, the favorite at minus 330 for chaos. Breaking it down with Brendan Tobin. I'm Sean Levine here on the BetQL Network. Coming up in just a few minutes, Islam Makachev is going to join in on the phone. Let me give you an alternate scenario. The best case scenario for the promotion is that the fight goes down kind of like Nate Connor two, where it's back and forth, wildly entertaining. And when they read the decision, both guys have an argument to win and then they just run it back. And then there's even yep. a chance of a trilogy. To me, that's the best case scenario. Uh, I think that's a, that's a great scenario. I don't disagree with you. I think that you, if you've watched the promotion, these last, uh, this, this last week and a half where they've really ramped up the promos. I saw the preview clip that they put out with uh, Stephen A. Smith. You know, these guys are personal. They have a lot of details. They don't seem like they're against airing dirty laundry. Um, and so I think that just makes fun. People like when fights have a genuine bite to them. Like when they're, when it, gen when it seems that it's this real and that the hatred has gotten to this point, uh, people really, really dig that no matter what you also have the clash of styles. You have these guys knowing each other very, very well. And so you wonder like, okay, is, is this a, a path where Colby can just ragdoll Jorge Masvidal or use that crazy cardio that he has and just wear him out or does he try and get that takedown and Masvidal unloads one of those crazy flying knees on him or gets the better of him in the striking exchanges that he couldn't do against Kamaru Usman it's a fascinating matchup from that standpoint too Colby could also keep it on his feet I mean you could say the same thing maybe he would shoot and try to take down Usman who you could say is a better wrestler but I mean Colby has shown that he could definitely it's punches and bunches he doesn't have a ton of knockout power certainly not the knockout power that we've seen in the past from Masvidal especially with his knee but to me this right. is one of those fights that's the most fascinating part about it is what kind of style are we going to see is it going to turn into a wrestling match or is it going to turn into the last what Five times we've seen both these guys in the octagon where it's basically dirty boxing. And Kobe, Kobe does a thing, too, where nobody wants to get knocked out by him. I think he makes guys uh, less willing to take risks because they don't want to put themselves out there to get caught by something. Um, you, th you think back to the Robbie Lawler fight, like just how dominant he was, how dangerous Robbie Lawler is. Yes, it was on the tail end of his career, but nobody wants to stand and bang with a Robbie Lawler. And, I mean, he just wore him out. Uh, same thing with Dos Anjos. Like, he's just... He's just yeah. unrelenting with that pressure. And, yeah, he brings the striking in, so you have a couple of weapons. So, yeah, he's not maybe the best striker, per se, of, like, if I were to take a guy's boxing skill set, I would take Jorge Masvidal's 10 times out of 10. But this is mixed martial arts, and he can mix it up very, very well. That's why he is probably the favorite right now. That's why he well, is the Well, sometimes right when, you, when you really don't want to get knocked out, you get knocked out in less than 10 seconds, like Ben Askren did with right. Jorge Masvidal. So it is interesting. Masvidal... Plus 265, Covington minus 330. That's next week. But coming up next, half of tonight's main event, Bobby Green takes on Islam Makachev. Islam Makachev joins Tapped Out right here on the Bet QL Network. <laughs>